Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio Show. Let's make life happen together with authors, scientists, researchers, both inside the box and outside the box of understanding so that you can live a life full of your success, curiosity, enjoyment, happiness, and richness of life in every respect. Let's go beyond our limits and let's help others go beyond their limits as well. Welcome. We're going to try to go beyond the limits of our, our dying brain today. Boy, isn't that a depressing thought. Yep, our brain and everything else about us are, is dying. But why not see if we can keep it as alive and happy as we possibly can? In order to inspire us to do that, Dr. David Barczyk is here today. His book is about to be available to each of us. Good morning, Dr. Barczyk. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me, Doc. You have a very personal set of reasons as to why you care about our brains, and you came into this concern because family members demonstrated people needed help. Tell us a little bit about your back, background story that got you into considering the brain's health. Yeah, I think we're, we're all uh, formed by our experiences. We can't separate ourselves from the human experience we've had on our time here. And, and uh, mine as a young, young child, my, my dad was was pretty sick early on. I recall a ambulance coming to get him when I was three or four, and, and uh, he en- ended up dying later uh, of a brain tumor. So um, it really got me, I think, you know, one of the things about the book is that when you write a book like this, you start to reflect on why why is it that I am the way that I am? You know, why do I believe the things that I believe? And I, and I really put it on, you know, my dad's illnesses and, and how he lived his life, which uh, was pretty stress-ridden uh, up in the Northeast, uh, growing up in that corridor and, and all the things that go along with that. So I think that pushed me into healthcare for sure, and it really ended up being the, um, the, the, the motivating factor behind the book at the end of the day. I know that you, you greatly pride yourself, not in a bad way, but in a very good way, that your whole family embraces health. Just tell us a little bit about that with your children, your your, your wife. How, how do you celebrate life together? Well, it's we. Um, my wife coaches a swim team, uh, and I help her with that. On and that's my kind of my part-time gig, you know. <laughs> but my, my kids are both competitive swimmers, and. Uh, we try to to drill into them the the important uh, aspects of being physically active and uh, and eating the right way and and really above and beyond that the the things life is about choices you know we're we're all blessed with the idea that we can choose to do whatever we want to do and be whoever we want to be and inaction is a choice. And most people don't see it that way, but but inaction is definitely a choice that you're making by default. So um, we watch what our kids do specifically in, in regards to the social media and the computer time and screen time because when we get back to brain, the research really, really shows that the more time your your kids and my kids are sitting down behind some type of, of movie screen or computer screen or smartphone screen, um, the more brain cells that they're putting at risk. So we, we want our kids to be active, healthy, healthy choice-making people, and, and that doesn't happen by accident. You have to show them the way, you know. 
Well, tell us a little about uh, now what you have five tips for keeping our brain uh, as healthy as possible. What are those five tips and how do they interface with our understanding of brain chemistry and brain health? Well, I think first is is the the reason why we want to pay attention to our brain. You know, the Americans in particular, I think, don't really appreciate the magnificent piece of machinery that sits between their ears. And I always believe that if we can educate people on anything, especially uh, body parts, they become more knowledgeable, and when they become more knowledgeable, they make better choices, and it can affect their life in a very positive way. So very many diseases that affect us as humans later in life are diseases of brain, so Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, and the like. Uh, More and more research is showing that the choices that we make every day, not just the day before you have a disease process, but your entire life, those choices can have a great effect on the expression of certain genes that we carry. So um, the idea behind the, the five, there's plenty of things that you can do to stimulate your brain, but I tried to pick five that are a little different that, that make people think a little bit. Um, so the first one is actually to meditate. And the research has shown that meditation is heavy-duty, excellent for your brain, helps you increase your IQ, decrease stress. And we're talking about 10 minutes. And if you think it's easy, the idea with meditation is we want to turn off your brain and have no thoughts in it. It sounds like a simple thing to do until you try it. And and you see yourself struggling to try to clear the thoughts out of your brain. So. I always recommend people try to lay down, dark room, uh, maybe some music on that's very relaxing in a way, and just attempt to clear your brain, and it's very, very good for you to do that from time to time to kind of lower the stress load. Interesting. Moving on. Do you know? Say again? Do you know what the brain chemistry is behind uh, the the science of meditation being so good for the health of the brain? Yeah, I, I... I think it it really stems from stress or lack thereof because we know that stress uh, helps really uh, increase the number of chemicals in your brain that have a a negative effect on you. So we want to remove stress, and by doing so, we take a lot of these inflammatory chemicals out of our brain and and we make positive thoughts out of them. Um, The next one is, is listen to music or even better, learn to play music. Because learning to play an instrument, even if you're 50, 60, or 70, the idea with this is you're never too old to learn how to do something. In fact, the research is showing that we need to constantly engage our brain and make ourselves in our conscious mind. So that means that most of our day we spend on autopilot. You know, we get up at the same time, we go to work, we do our thing, and and before you know it, the half the day's over and you don't even remember what happened. So the the more time we spend in our unconscious brain, the the worse it is for us. The more time we spend being in our conscious brain, the better it is for us. And I amount it to struggle. So all of human life requires struggle to an extent. And and what I mean by that is 
not always taking the easy way out because when we when we struggle physically, we exercise or we work out, we make ourselves physically stronger or more durable. If we struggle emotionally, that makes us you know stronger stronger as an emotional person. But we need to make our brains struggle a little bit and not always take the path of least resistance when it comes to these kind of things and put yourself in a position of struggle that makes your your brain develop uh, neural pathways better. I'm wondering um, if, uh, you know, struggle to me is a little bit like uh, problem solving, uh, solving the puzzles of life, walking through something with a thoughtfulness, a contemplation, reflectiveness that makes you feel like you're actively engaged in the process of creating. So when you say struggle, it's so funny, I would probably have gone in the direction of problem solving and creativity. So what do you think of those as being uh, oh, absolutely, uh, Absolutely. And like I said, that this, the, the concept of struggle has multiple applications. I, I use it to, in, in a description of learning to play music, and you think at an older age how how much struggle that would be for your brain. But there's so many ways to make your brain do that, and and those that that you recommended are also equally good. This is about this whole idea is about getting people conscious about what their brain's doing. If you just by doing that, you're increasing your brain function because now we got people thinking about what their brain's doing instead of being on autopilot the whole time. So any struggle is good struggle in in my mind. Uh, number three is basic and simple, but it's hugely important for our physical uh, stamina and our mental stamina, and that is exercise. And and this is simply uh, my three favorite are walk, bike, and swim, because you can do them anywhere, anytime. You don't need a whole bunch of equipment, and you can you're just moving your body through space. Your brain, the human brain, really, when you get down to simple simplifying this, the brain only needs two things to survive. It needs activation, which we already talked about in a way in terms of struggle. We need to activate our brain in different ways, and it needs oxygen or a fuel supply, which is mostly oxygen. And exercise really, really increases. We know it increases the oxygenation of all your tissues, but it really increases oxygen to your brain and makes your brain alive uh, to an extent, and most people report the feeling of, you know, after a simple exercise, a walk, or a bike ride, they're more alert, they're happier, and that is largely as an aspect of increasing oxygen to to uh, to your brain cells. And so, exercise is also lauded. Now, finally, by the medical profession, as a key antidepressant. So, thank you for bringing exercise into the picture. And what follows that? Uh, this is a this also the next one for me is also about struggle. So it's change your environment. So so this goes to the idea that we're not going to stay in our unconscious brain all day long. So it's something as simple as take a different way to work tomorrow. You know, right. So so you're you're engaging your brain by seeing different things because what happens when we when we take the same way is we tune everything out, right? So instead of tuning everything out, we want to tune things in. And, we, and in order to do that, you change your environment frequently. And it may be, seem counterintuitive to people 
to want to change their environment because we like easy, right? Americans and, and humans in general, we like the easy path. We've created a way, and we're going to take that way. But more and more research is showing that we need to step outside of our comfort zone mentally, and one of the easiest ways to do that. These are simple things that, that is, is anyone can do by taking a different way to work or reading a different kind of book or doing a different exercise or whatever it is, you're, you're completely changing your environment for a little while, and it, and it goes a long way. And I like to use a quote, uh, if the road ahead of you is too easy, you're probably going in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, and what follows that one? And my last one is, uh, the fifth one I have today is is think positive. And that sounds, again, like an easy thing to do, but uh, research has shown that positive thoughts uh, increase your brain's ability to function and negative thoughts actually so, slow down your cognitive ability. And the human brain... I'm going to give everybody a pass for all their negative behavior up until now because the human brain is geared towards negativity. So we, we have a bias towards the negative because when we were uh, hunter and gatherers and, and out killing our food, we had to think of every single negative thing that could happen to us in order for protection and survivability. So as a result, the brain goes towards um, negativity. But once I tell you, then you know, and then now it's on you to change that behavior. So when you wake up in the morning, you need to, you need to start out with a, a positive thought or a positive gesture towards yourself and towards the people around you, and that can change your, your brain dynamic hugely, but it can also change your everyday life by, by doing that. So think positive and get out there and, and just be happy, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and what you're saying about the, the biology of belief, the positive thinking, the, what we know now about placebo effect, the, these are quantum jumpings, uh, uh, essence in terms of silver mind control, et cetera, et cetera, in terms of the mind being positive, a tremendous impact upon the welfare of every aspect of our life, including our bodies and our brains. Well, no Dr. Doubt. Barczyk, thank you so much. This is Spot on, exciting, people take this to heart, and you've made it very easy to follow through on. Parting words would be what? Uh, I appreciate you having me on, and, and my parting words are to, for people to live with a little bit of urgency. So don't be complacent. You, you have to have urgency about your health because tomorrow always comes, and you never, if you don't change today, that tomorrow may not happen. So... Live with urgency is my parting comment for you guys. So, folks, you went to live beyond your limits, so now live with a little bit of urgency. Besides, it's fairly exciting and adventurous as well. Dr. Barczyk, thank you for joining us. That's it for today. Thank you very much, folks. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Take care of yourself, Dr. Barczyk.